Welcome to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where personal finance is about the person, not the numbers, and budget isn't a four-letter word anymore. Here's your co-host and certified professional financial coach, Jill Emanuel. Hello, 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 Fiscal Fitness family. How are you? Um, I am going to do a live today talking about celebrating your successes when it comes to your money and why this is really important. And this topic is something that I really dove into with one of my clients last night and it actually got me thinking about how important this really is and likely how many people don't give themselves credit for the hard work that they're doing or don't take the time to celebrate those wins and why they're really selling themselves so short in so many ways. And so I really want to talk about why I believe this is a very integral part of your financial growth and seeing success in your life. So I'm going to... um, Start as though I'm doing the podcast right now, and we're going to dive right into this topic. Okay, you guys? All right. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone, to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast. This is Coach Jill, financial coach with Fiscal Fitness Phoenix. I am so excited to be here today. I'm so excited to chat with you about something that has been on my mind from a client conversation that I had this week that I think is so important and so valuable to share with all of you. So today's podcast topic is going to be talking all about celebrating your financial successes and why it is really, truly so, so important for you to do. So don't be selling yourself short. If you are someone that says, you know what? I never really take time to celebrate it. I'm going to say, listen in. You need to look at things a little bit differently. This is really important for your overall success. Okay. So to kind of set the stage with this, I want to begin this conversation just talking about our journey with our money, because I really do believe that money and our finances is a lifelong journey. There is never an end to it. No matter where you're starting, there's always something that's next on the list. So if you have debt, for instance, that's probably the first thing that you're focusing on, right? You want to get it paid off. But then once that's gone, what is next? It's not like everything just ends. Once the debt is gone, your journey isn't over. It's actually just beginning. And it opens up the doors for even more possibilities of things that you can do with your money. So next might come, you know, are you paying off your car? Are you going to get that done early? Or are you saving to pay cash for a new car? Should you pay your house off early or are you going to buy a new house or maybe get into a rental home, uh, you know, a rental property? Maybe you want to increase your emergency savings or put more into the stock market or an IRA or your 401k or you want to save for your kid's college. Maybe you want to start a business or if you already have a business, maybe you want to invest in that business to grow it and expand it. The point is there is always something else. There's always something more that we want to do. And once we achieve one goal, it's like we're right on to the next thing immediately. And we don't oftentimes take that time to recognize our accomplishments and what we've done and really appreciate that. We're just really always focused on the very next thing. I like to kind of think of this in my mind as though the financial journey is like us climbing a mountain. Okay. So let's say there's this giant mountain in front of you and you can see up and you know that it's like a ways to go, but you can see there's cloud cover and 
you're imagining in your mind that right on the other side of that cloud cover is the peak of the mountain. And let's say that's your, your financial goal that you're working on right now, that you're, you know, maybe focusing on paying off debt and you're taking those steps because you can see that you're getting closer and closer to what you believe is the top, right? And then you get through the cloud cover and you look back up and see, oh my gosh, this isn't the top of the mountain. I still have so much farther to go, but there's something else up there that you want. So you're, you know, willing to keep going because the next thing is, paying off your car or saving more for retirement or buying a new home or whatever that next financial milestone is for you. So it's like we keep climbing and climbing and climbing and there is actually no top, right? So every time we think we're just about to reach the peak, we get through those clouds and we discover there's still so much to go and there will always be more that we're striving for. And if we aren't careful, this can actually lead to a lot of frustration, right? Especially early on, if we feel like we're not making much progress or we're not as far along as we want to be, we might be comparing ourselves to others who we see as more successful and we think they're so far ahead of me, I'm never going to get there. I should have started this 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and we can really easily talk ourselves out of climbing up that mountain and continuing to see what's on the other side of that cloud cover, right? And I actually think that the fact that there is no peak to this mountain that we're climbing, the fact that the financial journey continues to grow, continues to challenge us, that there's always something more, this is actually a very beautiful thing, right? It is so beautiful that there's always something that we can be learning and challenging ourselves to achieve and trying to do more and contribute in this world. And we can do that through our financial life in a very big and meaningful way, which is just really amazing. And, you know, life would be really boring if there was a peak, you know, if we actually had a place where we really, truly got to and there was nowhere else to go but down, thank God that is not how life works and that's not how our money works, right? The possibilities are truly limitless. And if we focus on continuing to move upward, we really can see that there's all of those different possibilities. And the only way that we can fail is if we decide to stop climbing, right? So... Knowing that there is no peak and that there is never going to be an official end, this actually drives me to the point that we need to create some artificial peaks for ourselves along the way. Or I call these milestones in your financial journey that we have to manufacture those for ourselves and be very intentional with creating those so that we do have some sort of way to measure our progress, to acknowledge how far we've gone, to see that while we're still climbing, it has been so worthwhile because we have hit some of the peaks along the way. And that really can help to drive us to continue going on this journey. Our brains are really, truly very amazing, right? They help us to make decisions. They help us to interpret all of the inputs from the world all around us. And our brains can also be one of our biggest hindrances when we are trying to make lasting change. Even if it is change that we know is for the better, we logically know that there's something that we want and it's for our betterment, but it can be really, really hard for us to achieve if we don't take steps needed to retrain our brains and recognize that, hey, guess what, brain? This change is actually a good thing. 
our brains are really programmed to keep us safe and familiar is what is safe. So the things that we've been doing for years and years and years, whether those things have actually been getting us what we want or not, our brain is going to try to keep us doing those same things, try to keep us safe, comfortable, not too far outside of what we know already. And so when we try to build a new habit, do something different, change the way that we are handling an aspect of our lives, and believe me, money is a big one of those because we've been dealing with that since we were very young, our brains are very much trained to bring us back to the same behaviors of what we've been doing, the same thought patterns that we have been thinking for years and years because it is safe and because we already know what those results are and that we're going to be okay. We might not be happy. We might not be getting what we want or achieving the new things that we want in life, but we're safe. So that's why it's a really hard thing sometimes to break those habits that we have that we know aren't serving us, but yet we keep finding ourselves in that same cycle over and over doing the same thing, even though we might not really want to. So our brains are making decisions, they're processing information, and they do so by essentially, you know, going through a filing cabinet and pulling out the file that has to do with the previous experience that we've had and like looking to see what did we experience before when we had this situation arise. So if we're talking about money, our brain, anytime that we're doing something with money, it pulls the file on money and it says, what do we normally do? If we have money in our bank account, do we save it or do we spend it? Oh, here's a thousand instances of when we spent it and it felt really good to spend it. And I'm looking for one where it says it feels good, where we saved it, and I can't find that file. So what do you think we do? Our brain drives us to do the thing that it sees thousands of pieces of evidence showing us that this is how we behave. This is what we do. There's been times of feeling really happy. So we keep falling into those same patterns, even though they may not be serving us anymore or ever really, right? Let's be honest. So what we need to do is we need to try to create some files that our brain can access that actually tell us positive things about money. And we need to be really intentional about that because if the only thing that our brain is able to find and it says, when we have money, we go shopping. When, you know, when I have extra, I go on vacation or I go buy a new pair of shoes or whatever it is, right? If that's the file that our brain can access, then what is it going to start telling you to do? It's going to say, go spend that money. Do what you've been trained to do. Do what's been normal in the past because this is what we do with money. It can feel really hard and really awkward to resist those urges that our brain is giving us even if we know that they're not serving us well. And it's one of the reasons why it is so, 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 so freaking important to find reasons to celebrate your accomplishments, even if they are very small. If we never acknowledge the good things that we're doing with our money, if you never celebrate or create memories to give your brain a file to start to access let's say this file is titled good things I've done with money or why saving money feels good or why resisting temptation gets me what I really want, right? If there are no files like that in our mind, then we cannot ever access that. And every time that things come up with our money, we're going to 
pull those old files that are going to keep getting us that old result. Okay. So I want you to be intentional about celebrating your wins because we want to try to start creating some of those very positive experiences and memories that your brain can begin to access time and time again and adding more and more to that file so that soon it becomes the more relevant place for your brain to access. Okay. So how do we do this? The very first step First and most simple step is you actually have to set a goal that you can celebrate because we can't just celebrate something if we don't even know what it is, right? We have to set a true goal. Maybe it is something small to start and it is great to celebrate even the small things, you guys. I really encourage you to find tons of opportunities that you can celebrate small wins, big wins, anything along the way when it comes to your money. So maybe you're just starting out and you want to create an opportunity to celebrate a win. And you might say, this week, I'm going to stick to my spending budget. Just one week, I'm going to stick to it. I'm not going to overspend. I'm going to only spend what I had planned on for groceries this week. And that is your win. And you can celebrate it at the end of accomplishing that. Or maybe you're just going to say, you know what? I'm going to have one day this week where I don't spend any money. I'm not going to go to the grocery store. I'm not going to grab coffee. I'm not going to order anything on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Good luck, right? No, (laughs) you're not going to spend any money for just one day. That is something that you can celebrate and create a memory in your mind of, I did that and it was cool and I celebrated it and it wasn't that hard, right? We really want to create some of those things inside of our mind and inside of our memories so we can access that. It does not have to be complicated. So this is really, really important. If you are someone who feels as though you've been you know, frequently stuck when it comes to your money, that you're not making progress, that you're not often celebrating or acknowledging your successes or progress, I would immediately find some of these really small ways that you can start to acknowledge that you're doing good things with your money, even if they're very small. Okay. So step one is to set those goals. So you might say, I'm going to pay off a thousand dollars in debt, or I'm going to have $500 in the bank. And as you keep going, those goals can continue can continue to grow with you so maybe you're paying off $2500 in debt or 5000 or 10000 maybe you decide that you want to increase the amount that you're putting into your 401k or add a little bit more to your IRA this year or any of those different things there's really so many possibilities but you want to celebrate those milestones along the way and you have to pick out What are the things that I'm going to celebrate? What am I focused on achieving right now to give myself the opportunity to create this fake peak, right, on my financial journey to show myself that I'm really making progress and I'm moving ahead and I have positive things to reinforce this behavior, all right? Another really very important thing I believe that comes into play is that if you're not someone that generally celebrates things or generally accesses positive memories when it comes to your money, that it's really good to actually have visual cues or visual reminders to begin training our brain. Okay. So seeing something is a continuous reminder to our brain of whatever that thing is. That's why I think vision boards are so great. It's wonderful to create them at the beginning of the year and have it somewhere you see it regularly or choosing your word of the year and putting that as a screensaver on your computer or buying a keychain with that word on it, 
seeing things over and over is a reminder to our brain about what is important to us and what we are focused on. And so the same is true of what we're doing with our money, that visual cues can really help to reinforce what our goals are, what our priorities are, what we've accomplished, um, all of that. Okay. So that's why like the visual trackers of debt payoff where you color in a square for every bit that you get paid off can be really, really helpful too. And have that somewhere where you can see it. The reason that this, you know, topic even came up, I was talking with a client yesterday and I was, we were reviewing her debt payoff. She started working with me about three months ago and she and her husband have paid off $5,000 in debt in three months, y'all. Okay. $5,000 in three months. That is awesome. And my fee, which is more than they'd been paying before. And they were accruing debt at that point. So I asked her, you know, how do you feel? Isn't this so exciting? And she said, you know, I just hadn't even realized it. And it just didn't feel like I've been doing much. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like so sad to me. You just paid off $5,000. And I asked her, okay, let me just ask you, if you saw someone on social media post that they had just paid off $5,000 in debt in the last three months, what would you think? And she said, oh my gosh, I would wonder how they did it. I would think that would be incredible. I would wonder if how I could do something like that. And here's the thing, you guys, she just had done that. She had just done that exact same thing. But for her, it didn't mean anything yet. She wasn't recognizing it. She was not in the habit of celebrating her successes. She hasn't proven to herself yet that the things that she does with money are positive. And so her brain stupid, stupid mammalian brain is still accessing all of those old files that say you don't do good things with money. You don't make progress with money. If you pay off debt, you just get right back into it. She just wasn't giving herself any opportunity to celebrate that win and to really acknowledge how much she had just achieved. And so we really were like, we need to figure this out. This is a problem. We can't keep going thinking that this is the way that it's going to be when you're doing amazing things like this. $5,000 in three months. You need to celebrate that, right? So Here's what her homework was, you guys. She was assigned to go to the dollar store today and buy a congratulations balloon to put on her kitchen table. Okay, this is what I told her. You need to go buy a balloon, one of those, you know, congrats, congratulations, go set it on your kitchen table, and I want you to leave it there until that thing goes flat, okay? You need to tell your husband and your kids what the balloon is there for, okay? She needs to tell them we are celebrating because we've paid off $5,000 worth of debt in the last three months and leave the balloon there so that they can all see it every single day. These balloons, you know, they last for a while, right? Like three or four weeks probably before this thing is going to go flat. So it's three to four weeks of every single day, multiple times of day, walking past the kitchen table and seeing that positive reinforcement for the entire family to see this every single day and be driving home this message of this is here because we paid off $5,000 worth of debt in the last three months. It's proving to their brain, I do positive things with money. Here's a reminder. I'm seeing it again. I'm seeing it again. It's 
filing that memory away into her brain so that she can access that more readily and it becomes more real for her, okay? So this is a really great thing that you can do. If you need a reminder of your wins, go spend a dollar at the Dollar Tree, go buy it yourself a congratulations balloon, bring it into the house and make a point of being very intentional of why it is there. What are you celebrating? Share it with your family, share it with a friend, let someone else know this is something important that I care about and I'm acknowledging it. It is just one example of how a visual cue can really be used to help train your brain to think very differently about the things that you're doing with your money. Another piece of homework that I gave this particular client was that they needed to do some sort of event to celebrate this accomplishment. Okay. So this particular family, they love to go out to eat. It's been their form of entertainment right now because there's no entertainment right now, right? Let's be honest, quarantine life. So they may not be going out to eat, but picking up dinner from out where they don't have to cook the meal and they really love to do that but they oftentimes feel very guilty about it because they feel like they shouldn't be spending money going out to eat. So their homework for this weekend is to be really intentional with this and go out to eat with a purpose, not just going out to eat because it's routine, because it's what they've fallen into with some certain spending pattern, but because they are purposely choosing and intentionally, you know, deciding to celebrate the fact that they paid off $5,000 in the last three months. And so to share that with the family, that that's why we're going out to eat, that's why we're spending this money right now, rather than feel guilty about that meal and guilty about the money that they're spending on it, I actually want them to appreciate it and to use it as a way to celebrate and acknowledge their hard work and the progress that they're making. This is just one more way that we can start to retrain our brain that, you know, they were likely going to go out to eat anyway. That's the thing that they do on the weekend, but it would have been a very meaningless occasion, just another time through the drive through or another time picking something up because they were feeling tired or lazy and they didn't want to cook dinner, right? And instead, if we can intentionally change the way that we're spending money for this occasion and make it one where it acknowledges the progress that they're making, we can reframe the spending of that money so that there's another opportunity to create one more positive file that our brain can access that says, remember that time we went out to eat and celebrated paying $5,000 off in the last three months? That was really fun. We should do it again, right? So as our brain starts to recognize that file, it starts to think like, oh yeah, that was actually really fun to go out and celebrate that. And it was better than the other meals that we've been doing out for no reason and with no intention. I kind of want to do that again. So it gives us another reason to be tied to our financial success and be focused on achieving our goals and really want to make them happen because we're giving ourselves this programming and allowing our brains to develop more of a connection to positive things with money. Okay, so I hope that these ideas are helpful for you. I hope that it got you thinking a little bit different about a little bit differently about why it's really important to celebrate your successes and how we can actually retrain our brains to be a powerful ally, right? Instead of being an enemy, we want our brains to be on our side and helping to encourage us to make really positive changes so that we can be very successful on our financial journey. 
All right, you guys, that's all that I have for you today. I hope this was super helpful. Please, please do share uh, what you learned from this and if it got you thinking differently. And I would love to hear if you're going to be celebrating some successes or what milestones you're going to create for yourself. So please do share those with me. And until next time, that's all I've got for you today. Bye-bye. If you would like more information about how we can help you take the stress out of money with one-on-one financial coaching, please check out our website, www.fiscalfitnessphx.com. And please join our private Facebook group by going to facebook.com slash groups slash fiscal fitness money. And if you have a passion for personal finance and are interested in helping others take the stress out of money by becoming a financial coach, check out our financial coach training program at www.financialcoachacademy.com and join our free Facebook group by searching Facebook for Financial Coaches Unite. We'll see you on the next episode of the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where we'll help the world take the stress out of money.